Welcome to Loud, Proud and Knackered. Be warned, this podcast contains explicit content. All views and experiences are our own. Today's small business spotlight is Belay Brownies and Co. They are the best for brownies, cupcakes, celebration cakes, you name it. They have a vegan range. They're always coming out with some great ideas. Massive New York style cookies. Oh, I love them. Oh, hi. Oh my God, that's good. <laughs> right, so this records it for us, does it? Yeah, this is recording and then we edit it later. We'll job into so it was the date, wasn't it? We met on the date. Well, no. No, it was the internet. We it met was the internet. For me, it was like we used to share very similar memes. Still do. I, I think I started following you because of the gym. And I thought she clearly has knowledge. I'm going to follow her. <laughs> um, and then we started sharing similar memes. And I was like, oh, that's we're similar. And then I realized that you had five boys. And I was like, oh, my God. This woman is like, can do a lot of stuff at once. Multitasking. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just mental. Now, like, I think, like, we'll just have conversations. We don't actually have to speak. I can just look at you and you know what I'm thinking. Or I just send you, like, a voice note of me going, of me sighing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to say anything else because you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> The best ones are where you go, you know what I mean. I know you know what I mean. I know you know what I mean. I know you're thinking it. True though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we didn't meet in person, did we? Because of lockdown first. Yeah. Like, we became friends before we'd met. Like a proper blind date. Yeah. And then we actually arranged a date. And we went on a date. Went on a date. We got dressed <laughs> up. Like we'd never met before. Oh. I was actually a little bit nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I think it's my psychopath. That was a long time ago. I need to check when that... I, I think it was even... I think it was June, you know. It could be. It was definitely summer, and it was before... It was in between the two lockdowns, when yeah, but, we were just allowed back out again. Yeah, because I wore my summer skirt. It was definitely summer. Yeah, and I wore a dress for the first time. And there was that fit bloke at the bar that you didn't know with. I still have no idea who you're on about. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, he's fit. <laughs> But you didn't say that till a long time after. Yeah, probably still about yeah two months ago. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I digress. Oh so God. we have we have so much to talk about, but I feel like we need to take it slowly. Um, and also some topics will be relevant to most people, and others are fairly niche. Yeah, but between us, I think we've covered a lot of life experience. Yeah. I mean, do you have this where you think, like, everybody's, this is, like, how everybody is. Everybody's oh, yeah. done this. And then you speak to people and you're like, oh, okay, maybe we've crammed a lot in. Yeah, no, I think that. And I think that's probably one of the reasons we get on, because we have had a lot of experience between us. And maybe not similar in circumstance, but similar in outcome. Um, and that's probably why we assume that other people think the same or have done the same or have experienced the same. But um, also, I think you and I are really passionate. <laughs> I don't know, but we all seem to share stuff about empowering women, supporting other women and supporting, um, like, not the underdog, but, like, small businesses. Yeah. And it all links in, doesn't it, with 
um, a sense of community, I suppose. It does. And I don't know if it's this point in life, but I'm finding, I don't know about you, that I've got a group of like-minded people around me more now than I ever have before. Yeah, definitely. But I think that's probably because you get to know yourself better the older you get. And you know the people you want to surround yourself with and those who you don't. Um, Not that, you know, the other people are wrong. It's just that they're not your people. Yeah, exactly. And you know what else as well? I know we're going to touch on this as well in an episode, but I think I was saying to you the other day that when I was younger and I was like, I used to hear people or read magazines that said being in your 30s is like a new lease of life and you're comfortable in your own skin. And I used to remember thinking, what? And now I completely understand what that is. Yeah, I get that. I told also my grandma used to be the same. Like my grandma was gold. I think when she was like eighty, she did not give a shit about what other people thought. She just used to come out with stuff, and I'd be like, "You can't say that." Like she was so brutal, and she was like, "She just looked at me like, why can't I say it? I can say what I want." But I feel like that age has got like I feel like I might be coming to that age now. Yeah, it's quite liberating in a way. It's fun. Yeah, I like that. I'm enjoying it. I'm finding that more. And it can, it's kind of speeding up a little bit with each year as well. I'm uh, looking forward to 40. I know I'm a few <laughs> years after that, but how fun is this? I'm like a few days off that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's also an excuse just to be like, yeah, no, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Or I'm not having that in my life. No, thanks. Bye, <laughs> see you later. Um, which I actually, I wish I'd done when I was younger. Because I probably got, would have got further. But would you have had the confidence to do that when you were No. This is the thing. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I probably am only really discovering my confidence now. I don't know about you. Yeah, definitely. Although I had a little snippet. I think mine, I, I don't know about you, and probably other people think this as well, it it coincides with having kids because you get a little... I yeah. definitely had a little knocking confidence each time I had a baby because you're not yourself, are you, for a bit? No. Um, so I noticed in between having the kids, once they got a little bit older, it came back a little bit. That is absolutely that, right. Yeah, that's kind of correlated with having the kids, I think, as well. I think, I don't, well, I think you find your identity more when you've had children because they are just such a reflection of yourself the older they get. And it just sort of reinforces your own behaviour in a way and what you like, which yeah. is fairly shocking. Um <laughs> And also fairly freeing in a way. Um, but yeah, I definitely think. And also, the fact that you're bringing up this small human. Like, the, the responsibility and the pressure of that. Like, if you can do that, I think you feel like you can do most things. Yeah, do you know what I found as well? Having the older ones when I was younger, compared to having the younger ones when I was a bit older. I was a lot more, not that I didn't think, but I just did. Yeah. I didn't I didn't second guess myself whereas you'd think being older having more experience I'd be more I was more confident as in physically like handle you know holding them changing yeah and stuff like yeah that. yeah I found myself just getting on with it more and not questioning myself as much when I was younger let's talk about that so you've got five boys so, so tell us when you had them how old you were so I was just 22 by two weeks when I had my eldest um oh this is how long have you got because this this is a chapter and a half (laughs) (laughs) so at the time his dad was training at sandhurst military academy so he was away so basically i did the first two pregnancies on my own because he was away um 
we got oh, married yeah. because you have to live together in the army if you want if you want to live together you have to be married oh, really yes it's still like that i think so i mean i'm going back a few well i was this like God. 40 15 years ago that's quite archaic isn't it it is when you're 22 and you're like, oh, I'm not yeah. sure if, we're, well, this is what we're doing. This is this is the way. All oh, right, okay, we're doing this, are we? Okay, cool. So yeah, um, we did that. I was trying for one more. Got twins, like you do. Yeah. Um, that must have been a shock. Yes. Funny. The twins in your family. My mom. So when oh, really? when I was having my eldest, I was like, oh, it's you know, it's it's I've I've missed out there. I've mm. you know, that's not. I'm not having twins. And then I did. <laughs> so, yeah, so the whole pregnancy, I was like, a bit like a single mum, we'll do it, we'll do this topic later on. But yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. I think that's why nothing phases me as much now. I think yeah. it sort of taught me a lot doing that because I had to just get on with it. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I was similar in a way. Like uh, my other half worked away a lot. So you kind of get used to the responsibility on yeah. your own. Yeah, you do. You just kind of crack on with it, don't you? So yeah. nothing phases you as much, I don't think. Because if you're used to not mm. having, if you're used to doing it on your own anyway, you just kind of get on with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, so the twins are, so my eldest is 14, the twins are 12. So there was only 20 months between them. God, yeah, so there's 21 months between mine. And it's not a long time, is it? Like, because no. your body doesn't really recover. So you feel like it's ages and you feel like your, yeah. your baby's getting older now and you'll just crack on and have another. But actually, in hindsight, they're still babies. Yeah. So. Very much so. Yeah. And, then and you... also, you're still sleep deprived. Your body's still recovering. And your sense of self, you've still not found it because you're still in that mummy, mum, like you're a caregiver, care provider, and you have no other role, and you go get thrown straight back into it again at the deep end. The milky haze. Yeah. Is. You're in a milky haze. Yeah, that's right. Deprivation. Hearing colours, see that tired. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And actually, it's reminded me recently, because a couple of my close friends have just had babies, either second time or first time round, and you do easily forget how knackering and remote you feel. Yeah. You're not yourself, are you? No. You don't. Anyway, we're, that's another, like... Oh, that's a whole, that's a whole few episodes there. Yeah. Um. So, you've got five boys. I've got two. I've got one boy and one girl. So, my, my eldest is a girl and my youngest is a boy. And again, 21 months between mine. Um, And similar situation, like I say, like, I, just due to circumstance, children's dad wasn't there a lot so I did a lot of the sort of caregiving but also I used to be one of these and I laugh at myself now I used to be one of these my kids are only going to eat organic veg (laughs) and I'm going to make kale crisps and I'm going to make organic puree and actually we had an organic veg box for years um every two weeks and I used to make soups and purees and now I'm not lying like I'd be like kids what do you want and they'll be like oh one want pasta one want pizza one want chicken nuggets and that's it and I'll just feed them that and the thing is I've got to do it sometimes because I think well I've got so much shit to do like I've got to log back on and do a load of work when did you go back oh. to work after having them did you go back in between and then yeah so I think it was nine or ten months I went back to work for both of them after nine or ten months 
Yeah, it's hard going, especially when they're so little. Yeah, but you how? Because did you you were PTing them? Yeah, yeah. Or so I wasn't working when I had the elder three because, like I said, he their dad was in the art, so he was away in Iraq, and I, right. So he was away for a long time. Um, so I wasn't working then, and then once they got to about school age, I started PTing, and then when I had the little two, I I had my own business by then, so I literally took maternity leave. I went back to work. I went back to train my first client when my fourth, my first of the younger two, was four weeks old. Oh, my god! I know. What, How uh, did you do that? That was not a smart move. Not a smart move. Did you do that because you felt you had to or yeah. was it necessary? Yeah. I felt like I had to. I felt like I owed it to my clients. I had probably the biggest identity crisis after having him because I was at my biggest. And being mm-hmm. a coach, I felt like a huge imposter. Whereas, really, I probably had more knowledge than I had before. So that was a whole whirlwind in itself. And then I was a bit smarter the second time. So last time I took four months, four whole months off. Um, and then we're back. Still not long, that <laughs> yeah. is it, babe? Not at all. God, that's mental. And here's me going, yeah, I had like nine months, ten months off. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a different, like when you're self-employed though, it kind of, especially in a, yeah. in a one-man band, it's you or nothing. So, yeah. Yeah, but it did. I mean, this is another topic we're gonna have to go over, but I do feel like it set my career back. Yeah, having children. Um, I don't know whether that's just because I am in law and I presume it's not, I presume it's across the board, but definitely missed out on promotion opportunities because I was off having kids. Um, and it made me really angry at the time and really bitter. But I think it also gave them the drive mm-hmm. to sort of make sure I pushed myself to the max. Not necessarily after my daughter, but definitely after my second one. When I went back, I thought, because I knew I wasn't going to have any more. I thought, right, I'm going to dig deep now. And also because I had that sort of rage if that was really frustrated. That other people had like especially well my other male colleagues had progressed over me i was like right i'm gonna prove them wrong do you still have that now yeah yeah i do i really do <laughs> i feel like almost like i'm constantly chomping at the bit to keep up with everybody else not yeah. that i want to prove anything i just feel like i think professionally we're all there on a level but i always feel like i have to not necessarily work harder i don't know i can't put my finger on what it is actually you know i know what you, you know what i mean like um yeah kind of like you're on the back foot a little bit because you never know you're yeah. gonna, you know things like that like, well that's it exactly and i think this year's proved that massively like for example we've all been asked like who can go into the office when in terms of on a rotor basis you know bearing in mind that there's going to be minimum staff but I, and I know a few of the other mums and dads, feel like they can't say, oh, yeah, I'll come in on such and such a day. Because you know what it's like at the moment with yeah. schools? You can just get a phone call any minute to say, your child's coughing, mm. please come and pick them up. Well, then I can't commit, can't commit to going into Manchester. Well, I can do, but then I'm just going to have to come straight back again. Yeah. There's absolutely no point. But then if you're not in the office, then you're not seen. And if you're not in the office, you're not with your team. But actually, that's 
having said that, and I've said that out loud, on the flip side of that, I think we have got a lot better we're working remotely and it doesn't necessarily matter as much as it right. did after this year. Mm. Either that's different though, because you have to be with your client physically. Yeah, I do. But in the last year, I've grown a lot more from online, especially social media. So like all of my leads now come from, well, probably 99% come from social media. So I'm lucky, obviously, I can do that anywhere. Um, yeah. That's one thing I was holding back on in, up until this year, though. But again, I think having lockdown and everyone's been at home on social media has done me heaps of favours in that sense. Yeah. Okay, so you and I, we joined some online For research apps. purposes. For research purposes over the summer. And I think I remember going through like various weeks where I just screenshot you. <laughs> I screenshot you all these profiles and be like, are these people for real? And like, then we ended like... up chatting to the same one. Oh, yeah, we did. And I was like, that's right, because you started talking so and you were like describing them. And I think you'd sent me a few things, but my memory is so bad that I just don't remember. And then I remember talking to this guy and thinking, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> His answers sound really familiar. I remember sending it to you and you're like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. So I've had a few funny messages on um, one of the online dating apps. I've written them down. Hang on. Where is it? I've put it here somewhere. Um, and I just think they must. I mean, these some of these guys must copy and paste these things. I found it exo- like I don't have time to be messaging people all day, and also no. not just to respond, but to strike up a conversation enough to decide whether I want to actually meet them. And do you know the most yeah. common thing I got was when they found out that I had more than one child. A very this must have happened about five separate times. The response was well. What, like basically why are you on here if you've not got time <laughs> I didn't really want to say it was just for research <laughs> but, <laughs> but and I just thought ooh, I'll decide if I'm too busy or yeah. not these are some of the messages that I got one of them I think I've sent this before are you the projected spread of the coronavirus because your curves are anything wow. but flat and that was at the beginning of lockdown and I was like <laughs> Do you know what? That, I actually rated him for that. I thought that is fairly ingenious and funny. But also, I have the least amount of curves at this stage of my life than I have ever had. <laughs> I mean, you know, like literally, if he sent me that when I was probably age 18, then yeah, I would have got it because my boobs were massive and my hips were big. But at this age, I mean, no, mate, there's just, there's no curvage there. So there's only, he must have copied and pasted that into all the birds that he likes. Do you not think? Maybe. Do you know what I have a problem with? I find what? that the ones who, who are not my type have the most, the most original chat on there. Like you can do like um, set questions, can't you, to get the conversation started yeah and the ones yeah, yeah. who spark my interest the most or come across as more normal <laughs> says me um <laughs> i'm not they are totally not my type oh, are you on the picture well hang on what's oh, your type, you know though? my it's the wrong type isn't it? It? yeah i know but like but should you have a type see my mum used to say this to me she'll laugh at this my mum used to say to me there was no such thing as a type Nadia. <laughs> i have a stereotype that's where i go wrong to start with 
Yeah. I know. But then the ones who. Why do we do that? Well, it's not done me any favours, has it? Let's be honest. Look at us. Same. Exactly. (laughs) It's not as if, you know, (laughs) our our stories are success stories, Um, are they? (laughs) But this is what I mean. Like, this is what I try and get out of my head, like this type thing. Because it is, and also I think on online dating, it's really difficult because you're only going off visual. I'd rather meet someone in real life, and if I like them, I like them. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, because there has to be a spark. There has to be chemistry. You have to get each other. There has to be that banter. And actually, no, it's online to like, like you'll be cooking carrots and trying to, you know, think of something with it. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm like, and you're—I think you're a little bit saying like you'll make a joke, thinking <laughs> you're dead funny. Actually, but actually, you've just really yeah. insulted them. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, "There's a like... meme. There's a meme about somewhere. I'll send it." And it's like, but then like you think you're really funny. Then you think, well, if you can't take that as a joke, then we're just not meant for each other. And this is like what after 20 mm. minutes of talking. So it is, I'm quite brutal. When you try and flip, but you accidentally roast them instead. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had another message. I always put, um, let's make sure we're on the same page about being low maintenance. Who says that? What does he define as low maintenance? I don't know, but I think he means that he doesn't want anyone high maintenance. But literally, right, if you're... If you're trying, if you're trying basically to get a date with someone, why would you put that? Do you think it's making people more fussy than they would ordinarily be before this thing came about? I do. Yeah. Mm. But also, it's like Instagram, yeah. though, isn't it? And Facebook. Like, it makes you think that you have options. Yeah, there's always going to be something wrong with everybody. Do you know what I mean? No one's perfect. Guys. Yeah. It depends what you no. time in. So I, mean, I shared yeah. something on Facebook the other day and it was like one of these daft quizzes about how add this up and see how high maintenance you are. And it was all like beauty treatments and shoes and things. And then, so yeah. I've scored quite low because yeah, I yeah. don't really look after myself. Well, I do. I just do. Yeah. Well, yeah, my mum's over at me, so oh, well, what do we do? Thinking, well, I am in other ways because like I have my sports massage and I have my coach. So you could say that's yeah. high maintenance. Yeah, because if people looked in on our lives, keeping up that. People looked in our lives. What we go to the gym at least five times a week. Well, people might class that as high maintenance because that would be our priority. So if someone said, "Oh, let's do this," and we hadn't done a gym session, we'd be like, "No, I'm sorry, I've got to go. I've got to go and do a session." But then this is how this is how I arrived at my type. You see, so the people I go for understand that because they're doing the same. Yeah. But I mean, I can't. I but can't then, see. I can't see how I'd be compatible with somebody who didn't get that. That I have to train five times a week and eat every five. Days. You see, when I yeah, so I have only. I've not really been dating since that's been yeah. my priority. Well, I have now, but I mean, when I was on online, I haven't. But, um, so for me, that's a different. What's the word? It's like a new experience, isn't it? Combining the two now. Yeah. It's like a yeah. new measure I've got. Um. Oh, yeah, this is another one, right? 
In fact, I've got a couple here. This guy, oh my God, I'm going to tell him this. He went, one thing I'll never do again is date a crazy bitch. Referring to his ex, I'm guessing. Yes. So one is use the word bitch in relation to a woman. Okay, so we can, there's a whole podcast on that. Two, you and I both know. (laughs) This is one of those situations where I go, yeah, and I'll go, "Mm -hmm." and no more words are needed. Because if a bloke refers to his ex as crazy, that is a mm-hmm. massive red flag for me. Because two sides to every story. Like, yeah, two sides to every story. And also, I think that just reaffirms their relationship with women in general. I'm going to sound like a feminati now, but I don't care. Um, because. If you can't understand that other person's side of the story and side of the relationship fail, then you've clearly not done the work yeah, on yourself. As well. Yeah. Mm. And if you've not done work on yourself after that failing of a relationship, then how are you going to be able They're to stay in a new relationship? No. So <laughs> I love the fact that from that one comment... <laughs> I've basically psychoanalyzed him and gone, no. But do you not uh-uh. get that? Do you not that get that? Like, there's another meme here. Oh, I love memes. There's another meme. Like, oh, something along the lines of, oh my God, I need to when I'm so lonely. And then it's like, I don't like the way this dude types. I don't like the way oh, this yeah, dude yeah, types. I've seen that one. But, yeah. But it is, though, because you, you get, get feeling. Typing definitely oh, through, yeah. through the internet, through the screen. Definitely. And I don't know whether that's right or wrong, because actually, if you meet someone in real life, it might not be that their intentions come across like that. Actually, yeah. I actually believe that now, having met in- a few people yeah. in person yeah, that I yeah, first I met on the internet. I get that. But then there always there always is that base vibe. That a I base vibe? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's you know, there's a whole podcast on that. I, I think we've gone quite, we've gone into that quite a yeah, bit. Because <laughs> we've got loads to talk about. <laughs> we're going to start with labour. We're, we're going to start with like birth stories, and then we decided we'd lose half we of our audience people who have not had children yet, or guys, and <laughs> or guys, or people who don't want now. We also said we would touch on. Like the the flip side, so single dad, but we'll probably get a on. we'll probably get a dad on, won't we? I would imagine. Yeah, I was thinking that we'll do that. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I mean, we both know a few. <laughs> <laughs> Could get me mates going back to hinge, Do you know I found as well? I picked up on. You've got the option to put if you've got children or if you're open to having children. Now that didn't specify if it was open because you open, want your own yeah, or yeah, you're open yeah. to somebody who has children. Didn't specify. But what I found yes. was only when yeah. you got it's clever mm-hmm. a text into talking to someone because I was really conscious of putting mum of five like <laughs> like don't talk to me unless you're willing to <laughs> do you know what I mean deal with me. In fact, I did put that as my second quote. It was yeah because yeah. you can put quotes, can't you? Like um, did you? Yeah, so they all did being, anyone comment on it being a dating site? They all took it in the wrong way. So I put it was 
the quote was so they, they have a sentence started don't they so the sentence starter was i'm looking for someone who and my my sentence finisher was is able to deal with me and they took it in as in a sexual way and i then obviously of course he did <laughs> i meant it, of course it did. <laughs> well because you're hot I, and you're not saying this people yes. who know me very well and I, yeah, you interact with me on a daily basis know how mental my and your life is and i meant to in the and i did have a little giggle while i typed it out i did have a little giggle to myself because i knew what i meant oh, but i knew they'd take it that way and so all the responses I got to that was like, oh, I bet I can handle it. I'm like, you yeah. have no idea what I'm talking about. You're going to have to book an appointment. Yeah. No idea. And also, no. <laughs> and yeah, and also it makes me laugh people, the men that say that, you, know, you look at them and think, no, mate, no, absolutely no chance. Well, you never know. Me. You might be surprised, right, but I'm literally. not going to let it get that far. I don't want to find out. Oh, I'm similar because I've put one of mine is the secret to getting to know me is, and I've put perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I've put I'm five foot five. Um, I mean, five I don't and a half. That's true. Am mm-hmm. I five foot five? No, I'm five two. A push. Yeah. You are. I'm as wide as I am I tall nowadays. Say, if you're five four, I'm definitely five seven. <laughs> Do you know what? It was my own fault though because I put quite a muscular picture on. Because uh, you have a choice of pictures, don't you? Like four pictures. And then, you know, and the amount of comments I got, like, oh, I bet you could bench me. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shut up. Yeah. Stop. I probably could, yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> you, but your shape's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. But what I found was um, once you got to them, though. only then would they that's reveal so that they also had three children. And I'm like, well, put that in your bio then so I can filter you out. In. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah, they yeah, weren't I very found forthcoming. The I've not been on the other side where it filters out females, so I wouldn't know if it was like that for the female. No, and I've said this to one of my friends. I've said to him either he comes on and talks to us about his view of online dating, or he gives me like a big um, written thing about it so we can talk about it because I'm really interested I'd be really interested to know what other females are like and how they come across yes because you know what it's like on Instagram Thursday, Thursdays well I've had it's all lips yeah, and buns, I can imagine it, it. Oh, I can imagine it yeah very I mean you know what we're like it's so bloody cynical about it all yeah it's just a bit like I've seen it once <laughs> I've literally seen it. But and then, and, you know, I get it. Like, if I was uh, young, I'd probably be the thing same. When we were young, though. Here's the thing. This wasn't a thing. Like, taking a photo of yourself no. was never a thing. And it was a bit odd when we were young. Do you know what I mean? When has that been, like, normal thing to do? <laughs> and then taking a picture it's of yourself. never been a thing when we were young. <laughs> when we were 22. <laughs> To be fair, though, Ams, you and I now were like, any chance, let's take a photo. <laughs> the other day I did that boomerang of my head going into your... <laughs> oh, my God. You put, I put oh, on the flip side, can you imagine our mums at our age doing things like that? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. But having said that, though, I know my mum was like, 
when well, she was about in the 60s yeah. and 70s. I don't know. She never talks about that. I don't know what she did. I don't know what happened. Like, there's clearly, clearly a muted section of society on it. purpose. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The there's no evidence. No. So it sounds, I mean, I've only heard the things. in a way. So Come we're going to do a whole episode on blended families and our, because yeah. I've done this before. I mean, it's always ongoing, isn't it? I mean, the older kids, dad and I get on really well yeah. now, but we're 10 years divorced. So it's always evolving. Yeah. You think, well, I thought you'd, you know, you go your separate ways, you're amicable, you get on with it and it stays like that. And it doesn't, you still grow with each other. Which is mm. bizarre, but mm. when you think about it, really, over ten years, you obviously you're both going to change still, even though you're not together anymore. Obviously, you expect the kids to change, but you don't. I didn't appreciate how we would evolve as well as a team, which we are now. Been in the midst of that decade. Don't get me wrong, but we are, now, and I tell you what, it's so much yeah. easier. So much easier. Um. Yeah, because I'm at the beginning of it's that a... now, really. Um, yeah, because we've only been separated for, where are we now, December? So, eight, just over 18 months. Still is, Dave. So, yeah, yeah. you're oh, way yeah, ahead. But also, way yeah, ahead. like yeah. I said, and when the kids are younger as well, I think a big part of that is the kids having their own input and opinion, and then they will decide if they fancy yeah. nipping to the dads, then they just nip to the dads. You know, it's quite mm. flexible, whereas... When they're little, you have to have more set plans usually. In and I think yeah, it's it still being relatively fresh. There's still more heightened emotions, even when you don't think there are. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I've known yeah. depends as well on 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 the dynamic of what the relationship was. So my older kid's dad, I've known him since prime uh, prime school, since high school. So mm-hmm. I'd already known him through different oh, really? life chapters. Know as well so I know mm. him as a person quite well um which yeah. again is goes with me saying how you you carry on changing and evolving and growing whereas my younger kids dad I've only known him well since we got together which has been seven years so we've we're just over a year separated now um so in a lifespan obviously that's not as long um I mean we're amicable, we're all amicable but it's just different depending on the person as well. Yeah. Because obviously people have different personalities. Um, but it does get easier. Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you, um, but when a marriage breaks down, you think, oh, well, I don't need mm-hmm. to deal with that anymore. Um, you know, we're separating and we're going to go our different ways. But actually, if you've got children involved, you're always going to have to do it. You're always oh, yeah. going to have Having... that other person in your life. Yeah. Children's much understand. more of a bond than marriage, definitely. Death. Yeah. Like you can't just draw a line under it and move on. Like they're always going to be there because they are the basically the other parent, aren't they? You're, you're basically co parenting yeah. for the rest of your life. There are varying degrees of that as well, um, like how involved each parent is and that kind of thing. Yeah. And that gets more complicated when one of them yeah, or it changes the dynamic completely. Um, I've been lucky that my Older kids' dad's chosen really nice partners. I'm actually quite good friends with his with his other ex-wife. 
to me. I mean, he knows it's fine. Yeah. Um, and he's That's and good. His partner's really good with the kids. It depends yeah. on how if they're great with the kids. If the kids are happy, I'm happy. Is it talking about? Well, that's it. I think I shared that on my story didn't I, a while ago. Like the biggest thing is you've got to accept if this new person in their life is a nice person and the kids like them and they end up loving your children, that can only yeah, be definitely. benefits your this children. And um, I was always, I always felt more like it was a bonus that they were mums as well. Do you know what I mean? It was a mum figure there as well. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't have mattered if yeah. they weren't, but I just found it a, a bonus that they were. Yeah, I know what you mean. You feel a bit more secure about mums, it. You, like, rub your bruises better, a bit different. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, look, like that. Yeah. No yeah, one knows. It's, totally I mean, there's what no mean, rule yeah. book, is there? Yeah. There's no right or wrong way of doing it. Everyone's experience is different. No. Even my experience, both times, has been different. So, you just can't make it up. Mm-hmm. No, and I think you want to protect the kids as much as you can and wrap them in cotton wool, but you can't. And I think you've yeah. got to also trust the kids' instincts. Yeah. And you've just got to trust that if there is an issue ever, and hopefully there wouldn't yeah, be, but definitely. if there is, that they'll come to you. Yeah. And, and tell you about well, it. quite important. So yeah. I think if it depends again, if they're a pair, if their new partner's a parent or not, and if they're, if they've been in your position as well. So if they've experienced the separation as well from their side that gives them more of an insight so that they know yes. they respect the boundaries. Do you know what I mean? Not in every case, obviously, but that is yeah. that is a huge help as well from an unfortunate situation previously, but it does help. And think, and this is difficult, I think, and oh, I'm going to have to go back a bit here, but I think communication in this instance is key but I think if you've not had great communication in your Mm -hmm. own marriage and that's one of the reasons it broke down I think is that makes it more difficult going forward as a blended family because you need that communication in order for it to work and for you to not worry about the children yeah I think it makes it worse if that's not there the only reason or the main reason why we work so well as a team now 10 years down the line is because we've both stopped responding emotionally now we've got it out of our system and yeah. we yeah. we give each other enough respect that we will communicate so thoroughly about things and we'll have meetings about the kids yeah um do you that's a really good idea. not regularly not in person where it's a phone call but you know no it's it's very useful because it also means that we're we're on the same page when it comes to parents and the kids so if the kids say for example go oh well you know mom said i could do this or dad said you know if they try and like so because they do try and you know they do try and, yeah but yeah, they know they that we're on the same page and we'll both agree we usually agree i mean not everybody even if you're together you don't agree all the time do you but yeah they know that we're we'll back each other up still it hasn't always been like that but it is yeah. now more than ever. Um, I think mine, my two, they're just getting set. I mean, my youngest is four, so he's not really at that point. But my six-year-old's definitely like that. She's definitely savvy in terms of, in, especially with, at the moment, it's basic mm. stuff like McDonald's or something. And they'll be like, have you had McDonald's this week? And she's like, no, no, Oh, yeah, no. they'll catch on to, to <laughs> how clearly have, like, with their dad. Yeah. 
and actually going from which was really hard for me from her constantly saying to me all week when are you and daddy getting back together when are you and daddy moving back in together to go from that to trying to play me on how many McDonald's she's had actually is quite yeah makes me yeah, feel better that. it's quite yeah, a my eldest used to say how come you don't live together anymore and this would be like two years after we'd separated. How come we don't live together anymore? But I think if they're little, if yeah. they're growing as well and becoming more aware of things, they're they're cottoning on to different changes as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, they're more inquisitive, aren't they? Because I think they are learning with it, and I think it also depends on their social circle. Like if their social circle friends have parents that are all together then it's going to be harder for them to understand like this was because um i know that we are both from families Mm -hmm. that marriage is broke down and i think it does make you um more aware of all the different issues and you are prepared for what's coming um and i was very lucky when my mum and dad separated that i had my two best friends had mums and dads that were separated like way before mine and actually it made me feel like it was totally normal and it was fine and um there's you know there's nothing wrong with it and I just cracked on whereas I think if you don't have that social oh circle, yeah I mean really how old were you when your kids. parents separated right so I think I was 14, um, 13 or 14 you to dodgy age at the time anyway it's a rocky age I mean, having one of my own. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great age. Yeah, I was 28 or I was an adult. I had my own kids, yeah. yeah. And it still was like... really? (laughs) I mean, we handled it because, we were, you know, we were grown. Mm. I I was divorced myself by then, by a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, really? I was 26 by the time my parents separated. I was like, I'm sure sure I was 29. But even so, we were like really like do you know what i mean we handled it differently as adults obviously but yeah even as an adult you're like oh yeah all right okay that's what i'm doing yeah so you've always because it's your mum and dad isn't it and you're like oh that's bad so yeah i get that yeah um when i did my psychology degree i did dissertation on women in divorce and one of the things that came out of it was actually the younger the children are the less likely they are to be affected. And I can see that now because my two mm. won't actually probably remember when they're older what it was like to have us together. And that's A, incredibly sad, but also B, is quite a relief because they, it, there'll be nothing that they, yeah, nothing that they that's miss. Yeah, that you did your Does that make sense? <laughs> um, yeah, I, my older one, I, I, I think my twins were only 18 <laughs> months old when we separated. At, but... I've been really conscious of, yeah, keep, but the thing is, because he was in the army oh, really? and he was away all the time, there was not really much difference, you know, in the in the home. But yeah. I made sure yeah. I kept all of the pictures yeah, of I us. Yeah, totally get the, that. The, you know, the, the, we went together often in person. Yeah. Like, I've kept everything. Yeah. That's so funny you say that, because when mm. I, you know, when your memories come up on Facebook and Instagram, um, oh. a lot of it is just me and the kids, the three of us. Like even when I was married, um, even even when I was with the kids' dad, and actually you forget, I forget how much mm. that it was just the three of us. Um, but yeah, I still made an effort to sort of portray 
yeah like you say yeah. kept everything of when we were all doing stuff together um and I don't know I don't know if, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing my eldest has a few photos in her bedroom of um of us all as a family because she's wanted to keep them but I never know if that's a Don't good know. thing or See, mine really enjoy thing. my old ones now because I found the USB with all their baby pictures on recently and because I thought I'd lost it um, yeah and I did set, I'm in the process of sending the, a copy of them to the dad as well because he's not got any uh, but so we've all got like now the right. water's under the bridge warm and fuzzy memories at the time it probably wasn't as yeah. warm and fuzzy as we feel it is now. Do you know what I mean? But the kids really enjoy looking at them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, I'd never get rid of them. It's more that it's more the how, I don't know how it, it sort of feeds into yeah, but... her experience of what's going on. But maybe that's my, maybe that's my subjective take on it. Rather maybe, than but it's still very early days hers. in the grand scheme of things as well. Because um, I'm aware of that yeah. now doing it again. Yeah. Life goals. The life goals over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I'm aware. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've already had yeah, a go. Smashing life, so I don't worry like, about right, Okay, so I know this is going to, like, in a couple of years, <laughs> I mean, I'm expecting much more of a bumpy road. It's better to be prepared, but I know it will smooth out eventually. It'll take a decade, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm ready for mm. it. So. And I, and I think yeah. I've learned from before how to uh, navigate it differently this time, if I can. As much as with, is within my control, yeah. Just really? things like not not reacting as emotionally, um, as impulsively this time. Yeah, it's hard work. Don't get me wrong; it is hard work. Yeah, so hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. One of my eldest teachers saying to me, um, it's going to take you at wow. least three years before you feel normal again. And actually, I kept thinking, oh, that's a long time. But actually, I think she's right. Like, if I think about where I am now. Normal I as think, in yeah, your normal self. Right. Right, well, okay. I think normal as in yeah. I'm not going to react to things. Um, I think that's what she might mean. She might not have meant that at all, but um, that's what I took from it. And actually, that's the hardest thing for me is trying to just be. This is not, you know, this is a situation we're all going through. It's not personal. Just got to go with it. Yeah, that's very true. And, and you know react. what I think has served us well in my situation is the fact that because we're so far down the line and we've got a few broken relationships between us since us i think we yeah i mean i don't yeah, I can't yeah. speak for him yeah. but i feel like we're on an even keel do you know what i mean like there's nobody yeah. I, I can't put my finger on it but i feel like we're we've got I know what you mean, yeah. for each other the kids will voice their opinion now i mean we'll have a discussion and they will voice what they think and we'll also yeah. have meetings with whichever one of the kids we need to speak to together the three of us whichever kid needs speaking to yeah. together and he will always instill respect mm -hmm. your mom you've mm -hmm. only got one mom you need to do this do you know what I mean he will always back me up in front of the kids as well which is amazing and I don't think that's great I mean that's this really is, I mean obviously we've had different yeah. issues over the years but where we are now is the best we've 
Mm-hmm. Probably get, get on better now when we were married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think, do you know what? I can see that happening because you don't have the complications or the expectation. No, of exactly. Someone. Yeah. Like that's you've it. got no expectation of him. So, yeah. Then anything that's brought to the table is a bonus. Um, Oh my God, there's so much. Anyway, so I reckon what we're going to do for coming weeks is we will choose a topic, we'll announce it, we'll ask people if they have any questions, which we can address on the podcast, and um, we will take it through each of our experiences and the combined conclusion that we've come to. Um, And also, I've already been contacted by a few people, as I know you have, um, of local businesses who want to come on and be like a guest speaker and either talk about their business or their experience. They've had a particularly, you know, good or bad experience that people can learn from. Um, so Definitely. And we're also go if it's a particularly female-led topic, like, for example, pregnancy and birth, we're going to have a male perspective as well yeah. because they're not always included, are yes. they? So it would be interesting to see how they... No, view things that we just automatically get clucky about because we're women yes and we did agree about that didn't we that we thought it was very important to include both sides of the coin um i think someone actually commented about that on one of our posts um because like you say yeah it is very it's easy to get carried away yeah and what with what we think because we, we all think, think right, like you said we? at the beginning, we all think that everybody, like, everybody's this busy. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. Tune in next time for more opinions, stories, and special guests.